From the Miller Business Center at Middle Country Public Library, this is Centered on Business. So when we first started this this version of the podcast, which, you know, is not the actual, necessarily the actual podcast, right? We had some plans, right, Elizabeth? We yeah. did. We did. Yeah. But can, how long can we say this isn't the actual podcast? I know, right? At this point, <laughs> we really don't know. But uh, you did like a nice little pre-recorded thing about the introduction of, of who we are. But I thought we should get together today and we should actually talk a little more in depth about who we are in the Miller Center. Right. I mean, I think most of the people who are listening to us probably know a little something about us, but they don't know everything about us. Not that we have enough time to talk about everything that we do, but I still I still think we should maybe go a little further, a little more in depth. Right. Yeah, I agree, because when we go viral. Yes. When this goes viral, definitely going to be people that have never heard of us before. You know, episode four, that's when, that's when you really find out. That's, that's when it took off, right? Yeah. You know, episode one to three, they were just kind of like, you know, introducing the characters. They were like character yeah, building. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And speaking, speaking of characters, um, so, I'm, I, you know, I'm going to put you on the spot. I'll start with you, Elizabeth. Uh-oh. So, I mean, how did you become a librarian? Like, how did this whole thing start for you? <laughs> well, you came from publishing, didn't you? Yes, I, mean, you I did. You know, books are my thing, which is a crazy thing to say because if you are a librarian, you know one of the worst things that you can possibly hear is, oh, how lucky you get to read all day, um, which we don't. And also, it's a it's a librarian myth that all librarians like to read because being a librarian is just huge but for me I just books and reading have always been important to me the library was always important to me which is probably why I started in publishing and I was in the sales side of publishing licensing entertainment side of publishing so it was great I loved it but I knew I wouldn't want to do it forever so I worked on my degree and then my library degree. And then when you have an opportunity to work for a library like Middle Country and to take the business experience that you have, you you just don't pass that opportunity up. So I became a librarian a little earlier than I thought I would become a librarian, but it was really one of the best things that I ever did because yeah. I, can, I can do that librarian stuff and, you know, really create new ways of being a librarian with the Miller Center. And the Miller Center really is creating new ways to be a librarian. And we take it for granted now, but um, we've been working for over a decade to convince other libraries of the importance of the businesses in their community. Um, And not just we give our businesses a library card, but give them the resources that they need to succeed because businesses succeeding in your area means 
the economy succeeds means you succeed. It's just a win-win for everybody. So yeah, it's yeah. everything, right? Mm-hmm. A- Alex, as a business librarian at the Miller Center, did you ever think that you would be doing what you do now? I mean, why why did you become a librarian? I never thought um, in a million years that I'd be a librarian. Um, but what ended up happening was. Um, you know, my family is in the business. My mother's a children's librarian. And um, I was, you know, just not, I was just very unhappy at what I was doing. And um, I was just told like, oh, they have some classes over at Stony Brook. Why don't you just take them? And they all, at the time they offered four and <clears throat> I took them and um, I guess, I don't know, um, once you have like a certain number of credits, you can apply to be a librarian trainee. And, you know, so as soon as, you know, being that my mom is in the business, she knows like how civil service works. And, you know, she's like, send your resume out, you know, to, I think I sent it out to like 10, to, I just sent it out anywhere. Um, just to, um, you know, get out there. And um, I do have some family history with Middle Country, being that my grandmother worked there. Um, so I'm sure that, um, you know, maybe when that name, my last name crossed Miss um, Feinberg's desk, it might have done something. But hey, you know, <clears throat> anyway, so... Um, it's the, the best part of the story for me is, you know, so I was hired. I remember Elizabeth and Sophia were the ones that interviewed me and I probably had on a boiler room-ish, uh, (laughs) that didn't fit me. Bring it back to an earlier episode. (laughs) I like that, Alex. Um, but, uh, the best, so I was hired and, um, I worked part-time and then, um, once I was uh, brought in for like my sit down with the director and the assistant director and the business manager and okay, we're going to hire you full time, but you know, where are we going to put, like, what are we going to do with you? You know? And I, the first, there was an option that, you know, was offered, but I said, I really like to work at the Miller with the Miller business center and and i remember there was smiles from from i think you know sandy and whoever else was in the room and i'm so glad to this day i i'm like so glad you know cuz i'm i could be a very shy person and especially in that high pressure situation maybe not speak my truth like speak what's in my heart but i'm so happy that i said that day Oh, you know, I really like the Miller Center and I really would like to work there. And uh, I mean, I mean, it was the best decision I ever made. I love doing this. I love working with you guys. I it's the best part of my job. It's the it's re, it's ever it's awesome. So, that's my favorite Hold on, part. I have to get a tissue. <laughs> but it but like I always go back to that 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 meeting and I, like if I didn't say that what, like, what would I be doing? 
Yeah, you'd be. Uh, I, don't I know. mean, I might still be happy. I, I'd be at Middle Country, sure, still great library. But I mean, I wouldn't get the experiences that I got. I, I have. What gotten. Alex doesn't know is that we called you. Like Sophia and I were like, we want him for Miller. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then when you said you wanted Miller before we could even say we want you for Miller, it was awesome. Oh. Well, so that's why you were smiling then. Okay. And I think maybe uh, Elizabeth, I think you might have asked me at the time. You said, do you think do you think you'd want to have like Alex? Because Alex and I worked together. Yeah. As, I had to know. convince him, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't. No. He's like, I mean, eh, he's okay, but. I mean, if there's nobody else. Yeah. I never imagined that being a librarian would be like this, like what we do. It's just, it's like, it never crossed my mind that I would be, you know, sitting in on a meeting with politicians, you know, and business advisory people and, you know, sitting down at, at the table at a breakfast meeting with with a guy who was just starting a pharmaceutical company on Long Island. And then, and then two years Great. later is the number one pharmaceutical company yeah. in the United, one of the United States and the largest. Yeah. United States. Crazy. So, you know, stuff like that is just. It's just it's just wild, and and I think I think the reason why I ended up on the Miller Center is because I I came from a business background. I was doing you know wholesale sales, and and before that I was doing you know I worked in a in a business, so it kind of was a natural a natural thing. But uh, Elizabeth, you had been at the library long enough, I think, to see the I guess the evolution of the center. Because what did it start as? first i mean it really started as like a weekly or was that a monthly it officially became the miller center i believe i want to say like november 2003 when we had our big reopening after our renovation and before that we had uh the business and finance collection so we had a big business collection and the um louise weiss who started it and Sophia Serlis McPhillips, who's our director now, they had what we called the Library Business Connection, which was a networking meeting that they held five times a year where local businesses would come in. And, and the main purpose of that was to for those businesses to connect with each other. And there's also an educational component. And we that's still is something we do. It's still yeah. going strong. We changed the name of it to Miller Mornings, but it is absolutely the library business connection. And where we really took a nice turn in the sense of getting people in and spreading and increasing the word about what we were doing was not only that transition to the Miller Center with a wonderful logo and our own space. Thank you, John Miller, for your support. It's wonderful. But we also created that partnership with the HILI, which is um, the organization that's affiliated with the Innovation Park in Hophog, formerly the Hophog Industrial Park, which is the biggest industrial park after Silicon, not in Silicon Valley. Yeah, it's, it's the biggest east of the Mississippi. Yes. I mean, it's, it's very large. So we have a partnership with them to help their members. 
And that's really been helpful to us to spread the word at the beginning. Now, you know, we're out and about everywhere all the time. Okay, not now. But two months ago, we were out and about. And even now, we're still on a lot of Zoom calls. We're still meeting with people. Like, we 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 haven't stopped. We're just doing it from our homes. And maybe, you know, I'm wearing jeans and not dress pants. But we are still open for business and here. I mean, we still are. I mean... And that's that's one of the things too is like we we get to go out um, of the building so much and we get to mingle with the HIA and the Swebeck and the BBAC and the Chambers of Commerce and you know not only Middle Country but you know Port Jeff or whoever and and you get all these opportunities to do like the Swebeck trade show, the HIA trade show. We have our own, you know, strictly business and women's expo, of course, but that dynamic, like being out there is like, it's just so awesome. And the, the people you meet, the relationships you build, you know, and after doing it for so many years, like it, it's great. It is um, fulfilling. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one thing, you know, we know our business resources. We're very good about knowing how to use every database we have. We have great relationships with business librarians from throughout the country. We, we are active in business librarian groups, uh, and that's wonderful. But if you're not speaking to the business people, if you're not seeing what they need, I mean, Alex and I were on a BBAC call the other day, and that's the Brookhaven Business Advisory Council, which the Miller Center has been on, you know, since its inception. So it's more than a decade. And to hear from businesses, not just reading an article, but hear from businesses that are local, people that we know, the different things that they're struggling with, the different things that they need it really enables us to offer programming. So Alex and I can walk out of that meeting and say, Oh, did you hear what so-and-so said? I think that we should get a program like this. Or do you think they know about this resource that's available on Long Island for them? Maybe we should give a call and connect those two people so they could get help. Just different things like that. You know, we don't have all the answers. Nobody does, but, we're out there enough to be able to connect people and businesses with the help that they need. And yeah, we are, we are connectors in, in a way, right? I mean, we are. Mm-hmm. If someone who's listening has never used the Miller center before, what would you say is one of the most important things that we offer? I really think the in-person programming, which I hate to say now given that we can't have it and we don't know when we'll have it again, but we just hear so many stories about people making like real and true connections, solid business connections. You know, we had that what those wonderful women who met at our first business networking open house. And before the second one even happened, they had created a business mm-hmm. and we're meeting at the, at the Miller center weekly um 
we hear about other people doing business together and helping people helping each other. So, I mean, I love that. I think the second greatest thing about the Miller Center and it's probably the first, I should have said the first is, is us like the three of us, Jilda, Marlena, uh, the library, the fact that we know how invested we are in yeah. helping people. It's not, I mean, the databases are great. Sure. It's great that we can get you a list of businesses that you might be able to sell to, that we can get you competitive information, that we can get you that demographic and industry information for your business plan. But I think it's about the people, us and the people who attend our program. Alex, what what would be your favorite thing that you do on a regular basis at the Miller Center? I don't know. I don't, I, it's like everything, but I mean, I do love the Miller business Academy first and foremost. What is the though, Miller, what is the Miller business Academy? That's a great, the, uh, uh, the Miller business Academy is, um, something that was created, um, like about five, six years ago. And it is a like full day, six hour courses, um, comparable to skill path or, um, <clears throat> those kind of trainings where you learn, you know, Microsoft Excel or public speaking or learn how to deal with difficult people or, you know, your business signs you up and sends you to a hotel, how to be a trainer, you know, train the trainer kind of thing. <clears throat> so, I mean, it wasn't me that came up with the idea. Um, I know you guys had part in it as well as Sophia. and But... I, I am lucky enough to, to um, you know, kind of have some control over it and be able to, to work with it. And th so they're full day courses, six hours. We bring in local speakers in a central location, Selden. Um, we have comfortable training rooms where it's in its own separate area in the building. There's a kitchen, a bathroom, there's a training room and a room for lunch and snacks and relaxation. It's it's just a way that we can help give these uh, business people an expert's view on either digital marketing or, or graphic design or uh, like our last one, branding boot camp, um, grant writing has been a huge hit for for the Miller Business Academy public speaking. So that I would say is my favorite thing. I also do love like Elizabeth said like just the, like when we did like the open houses like the business networking group open house those are like so much fun and strictly business and women's expo although stressful have their fun parts too. So Elizabeth, Women's Expo is a pretty big event. Um it's uh, probably the biggest event that the library has every year. Yes, absolutely. And what what exactly is for, for those who might be interested in the future and in, in participating or, mm -hmm. or visiting? What would what is Women's Expo? Women's Expo is really a way to uh, celebrate, uplift, support women entrepreneurs on Long Island. Uh, to really give those women that were made, it started as a way to give the women who were making items maybe at home and giving them away or 
you know, not really having the confidence they needed to take that next, next step to turn it into a business. It was a way to start them on that road to making that a business. Now, in the 20 years we've been doing it, it's certainly expanded beyond that. It's not only exclusively handmade. It really does support all women entrepreneurs with a product as far as the exhibition part of the expo goes. But the expo is much more than just that day. And it really is a focus on helping women entrepreneurs take that next step. And of course, as always, connecting women entrepreneurs with other entrepreneurs, with business women professionals in the community. So we have women from a lot of different businesses and industries on our planning committee, and they are also available to work with these entrepreneurs. And it's, you know, more than a day, it's all year. Yeah, and that's, it's remarkable to see how the library transforms itself from a place where we have books and CDs and reference items and all of a sudden overnight those all disappear and the tables come in (laughs) and uh and people uh, sell their wares so not to turn the tables on you but i kind of want to know what your favorite thing is about the miller center agree sal's trying to avoid it what my favorite thing is yeah it's it's the the mini bagels it's the mini bagels. <laughs> Jojo's and Centery, shout out to a local business. Yeah, no, but 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 in all in all seriousness, I love helping people, and I love being able to answer their questions and have them have the aha moment. That for me is the win, is the aha moment before the library closed, and even now, even even when we do this remotely, even though there's not that interaction that true human contact interaction but even over the screen <laughs> for the best yeah. it, that showing patrons and, and small business owners and whoever comes down okay look this is what i'm going to do i'm going to go to this database and i'm going to find all the insurance companies with 10 million more in revenue and all this and you do that and their fate their face lights up and they're like are you kidding me and that's that's the best thing is the are you kidding me thing it's just having having that moment, the easiest, I call it the easiest sales pitch ever, is being yeah. able to sell them something that they don't have to pay for that can help them build their business and see that sparkle in their eye. And for frankly, for some business owners, that sparkle is is almost like, oh my goodness, I think I could do this. I think I, I think this could work. You know, because sometimes they come in and they're like, you know, overwhelmed. They're like, you know, I went to the SBDC and they said, I need industry information and I need marketing information. Mm-hmm. And can you find the, the, you know, the market share for, you know, dishwasher detergent because I'm coming up with a new dishwasher detergent and I don't know, you know, there's like this helplessness that they come in and it's almost like they don't believe what the our partners have told them you know our partners are fantastic they say hey listen right. if you go to the miller center they're going to yeah. show you something and it's like yeah right what are they going to show me you know <laughs> well i have google i can google something right you know what i mean that's what it's what it is yeah I, i'll google it i can i can download a, an article from uh, whatever but then when you have sit them down and they're across from you and and you see you start to show them the database and they're like writing down notes and then all of a sudden they kind of stop and they kind of look at you like, 
are you 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 have this information? You can tell me which consumers in my neighborhood who make over two hundred thousand dollars a year would be interested in my product? Yeah, yeah, we can. There you go. There it is. It's that that is my favorite. Is the I, I'm almost like the magician. It's like I right. go in there, I do the thing, I you know, I set them up. I say, oh well, we're here at the Miller Center and we have access to all these databases, and it's very straightforward and everything like that. And then I pull the rabbit out of the hat. <laughs> the prestige. Yeah. The prestige. I pull the rabbit out of the hat, and they say, "Oh my goodness, this is real. You can actually get me <laughs> the telephone number of the human resource manager at this huge gigantic company." Yes, I can. Mm-hmm. So another thing I thought we'd talk about is maybe like our databases, like our favorite database. Oh, information nerds. Yes, because I – and I got to say right now, believe it or not, the database I'm using the most at home – well, it's – well, look. Start with an S? Yes. Don't steal mine. No. Well, this is the thing, and it's – I feel – I kind of feel bad mentioning it, but I'll say it anyway because it's one of those databases that you can only access – inside the building so when we're open patrons can come in and they can access it that being said we're here for you so you can always email us or call us and we can download something for you but my favorite database right now is statista it's a database that's just filled with interesting information some of it relevant some of it just out there just <laughs> it's all fun it's all fun i don't care if it's relevant or not i get lost in that yes it's amazing it's you know charts and infographic you know like those cool infographics like usa today right for me that was the infographic paper right I mean, i'm sure it still is but there was always an infographic on the front cover of the business section and it was always nicely designed so statista is they're kind of like the infographic company now Mm-hmm. So you can download charts. I just did. I just did uh, research for a patron this morning. As you know, working on retail, a retail project. She had asked a question that I didn't think I would have the answer to, and I said, just for the heck of it, before I say I think you're asking for something really out there, I did a search, and guess what? There it was. <laughs> well, what's great about Statista is you mentioned it's not available. Um, outside the library it is now during uh the time we're living in now it is temporarily available oh great um so we're able to get them the information that's Mm -hmm. really what i meant but what's great about statista is you can search it as a non you know not logged in see what information is there you'll see that their reports cost about 300 dollars, sometimes more 400 but if you're searching it at home as a business and you find the information you need on it but can't read it, you think it's what you need, you can just shoot us an email and say, I exactly. need this report. I need the Coffee in America 95-page report. Statista wants to charge me wants to charge me $400 for it. Can you get it for me? And then wham, bam, we send it to you. And yes. it's free exactly. for you. It's not free for us. Not free for it's us. Free for you. It's and a be- great database. And just to to piggyback on what you guys were saying about Statista, although I wasn't going to say that it was my favorite, but I had two. This is back in I don't know, maybe February or March, uh, probably February. I had two one on ones back to no, they were the same day. One was in the morning, one was in the afternoon. 
one person was um, opening, uh, trying to buy out her um, the owner of a cafe and redo it, and the other was starting her own line of sauces, but not pasta sauces, just like you know, sauces made from sweet potatoes or I, I don't know, whatever. Mm-hmm. For both of them, um, the information I was able to pull from Statista was like, they were both like floored and it it like saved the day. I looked like uh, Superman, you know, and I felt like Superman for the rest of the day because, and I, you know, you know, these are two people that are starting a business. They need this information, and it was just great, and they were so happy. I mean, that I just couldn't imagine it, and that's what really – I hadn't really messed around with Statista um, too much before that, but once I did that, I was like, come on, man. Get with it. Yeah. I love Statista. I would say probably my second favorite um, or another favorite is First Research. Yeah. Um, and I think I just always go back to it because of, you know, my background in sales. So what first research is, is it's industry reports. So it's a, you know, it can be anywhere from, I think they're usually double digits, but like 10 to 20 pages yes. on an industry based on NAICS codes. So if you're looking for information on the retail industry or the footwear industry, you can get a report on that industry. And they're put together by economists. They are very in-depth and they are very current. I've never seen one more than six months old. But what makes them so great is not only do they do the normal things an industry report would do, here's what the industry is, um, here's, you know, its growth rate, here's some news about the industry, here are the biggest companies in that industry. That's great. I mean, but that's that's not a surprise. That's nothing that you wouldn't get with any other industry report. But I think you guys know where I'm going with this. The best part is the call prep questions. Yes. Um, it's and and what these things do is they prepare you for meeting with uh, the CEO of the company, the CFO, the HR. So they actually give you questions that you can ask that actually tells you what is the HR person most concerned about in this industry. Is it they can't hire enough talent? Is it they have to retrain everybody? If you're meeting with the CFO. It gives you different questions, conversation starters. So you could say, oh, I'm meeting with, you know, so-and-so from this widget company. I have no idea what's going on with them, but I'm going to start at this industry report. I'm going to get these conversation starters so I can walk in, you know, and be all cash and say, hey, I was doing a little research and I hear that you guys are really concerned about the price of steel. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, or whatever the industry yeah, yeah. is telling you. And I just find that to be so amazing because as I know that when people come in to meet with me and they don't know anything about what I do or what the library does and, and it's because they haven't even tried, it means something to me. And it means something to me when they come in and they're like, oh, I, I looked at your website and you did this last month or 
I was here last week and, or I know that librarians do this. So it means a lot. So if you can have that information going in and just sound like you tried, I think that makes all the difference in the world. I always like to say, if you have two of the uh, two uh, salespeople go in, they both have the same product, the same service, right? The same price. And they both go in and the one person went to first research, did their, did their due diligence, got the like the insider information, knows what like the different terminology is, you know, the acronyms. And the major that. associations. Exactly. Related yeah. to it. Everything else being equal, that person who goes in there sounding like they're in the whatever business that is, they're going to get to sell. Yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely. Well, that was also my favorite database as well. So, but I mean, I think you both picked great ones to tease them for. Come on. What's no. your second then? Um, What's the one you use the most, Alex? Reference oh. USA. <laughs> I use Reference USA the most um, because a lot of times we. As most people know, we get hit up for uh, marketing lists and, um, you know, research lists um, for, you know, say, I don't know, apparel companies located in Suffolk County or manufacturers with 10 or more employees in Nassau County or whatever the criteria may be. And um, it's definitely the most used. Uh, most used by me. I have like so many different files saved on my flash drive that I could probably delete, but I don't know why I save them. Don't I? I don't know why, but just in case the patron calls you like a yeah, year exactly, from now yeah. and says, Hey, but, remember that list you sent me? Can you send it again? I lost it. Yeah. But <laughs> the thing is, is like, you know, recently we, we had helped um, a business friend of ours with a project. I guess that was over the summer. And just to, you know, just to see its many uses, Mm -hmm. just to see the different things that you can, um, that you can get from that website. And it's super easy to use. It's every time I go to, to do a one-on-one, it's the first database I show. And I, you know, let people know how easy it is. I think that mapping feature just changed everything for us. If you remember, people would just ask for different areas or they would ask for an industrial park or they would ask for, you know, a section of Middle Country Road. And we would be looking at the atlas to try to figure out, like, what is the exact address or what are all those little streets in the in the industrial park and now we can draw a picture around it or somebody can literally say I'd like all the businesses between 112 and um, 111 between 347 and the expressway and we can just draw a picture around it. I've gotten a lot of use recently out of the historical part of Reference USA which you know in the past, I haven't used it as much as I probably should have, but it's very interesting if people are looking to start a business or just curious, not only to see who owned a business before the current owner or what was in a building before the current business, but it was interesting for me. I used it to do some research on the coffee industry and just to see the number of coffee places and how that number has changed and how the, their sales volume has changed over time in our area. Like, it's great to see it 
nationwide. Like we know more people drink coffee and they go to Starbucks, blah, blah, blah. But to see it like hyper local, exactly where I wanted was, it was interesting, but yeah, I'm an information nerd. It's popular. Yeah. Yeah. So that's their number one database. And then just to bounce back, to first research i was just looking at they have like the uh forecast industry growth and you can do it i think you can do it by state yeah and i i was i did that before we we logged on today and i was just kind of looking at it so that was very interesting too so yeah so elizabeth i just want to ask you a question that we're asked a lot by patrons and maybe you can explain it you know a lot of our patrons like to know is there a way of getting email addresses? You know, I want email addresses. I want email addresses, email addresses, email addresses. Like it's like a chorus of email address people. It's like, if this was a Broadway show, the big, huge, gigantic show stopping number, would be the email address. It's called the 11 o'clock number, Sal. <laughs> the 11 o'clock number. Is that what it's yes. called? The 11 o'clock number <laughs> solo by Patty Lapone would be email. So why, um, why don't we have access to email? Legally, you're really not supposed to email somebody unless they email you or they uh, accept your email. So none of the lists include email, batch emails. If you look at Reference USA, they do have an option where you can buy email addresses, but even that, you are not purchasing those email addresses. If you were to purchase those email addresses, you would actually be having RefUSA send your email out to a list that they have, and then anybody can opt into your email from there. Beyond that, we find you really need to talk to people and meet people and have them know you getting a random email from a stranger is not you know the way we have found is a good way to do business locally so as you meet people get their email addresses um if there's somebody you're really dying to reach out to you can probably get their email address from their own website but as or, far as back email addresses go or something but. yeah i mean right now our miller list is over 3000 that is all organic those are all people that have attended programs that have attended our trade shows that have signed up for a Miller card. So, and that took years, but I think it's better to send to those people that we know want to read our emails than to just send. Before we end, I definitely want to take a moment to thank the Middle Country Library Foundation, because if we did not have the Middle Country Library Foundation, we would not be able to have the Miller Center. Um, they are our support. We thank John Miller for, you know, donating to the Middle Country Library Foundation and enabling us to start the Miller Center. But the uh, foundation has been with us from the beginning, and they are the reason we're able to get sponsorships from businesses. They are the reason we're able to get grants. And those sponsorships and grants are the reason we're able to help so many people outside of our local community, um, the middle country community. So shout out to uh, the foundation for sure. 
a lot of times that we hear that the Miller Center is the best kept secret um, on Long Island, and I don't always like to hear that. You know, I don't. I don't always like to hear it. Some I don't want to say I take offense to it, but I, but in a way, it, I guess it is true because Sal, like you're saying, like how many times have you had that one-on-one with those people and all the like the most word the the most words that come out of their mouth is just like wow really oh my god oh I can oh this is great oh the you know it's mo- it's positive positive words that that are coming out of their mouth and so like i know like the best guess kept secret you know and i guess that's a nod to to us and it's a good thing but like at the same time i also feel like we are out there so much and we do go out there so much that you know i don't want to be a secret well you know it's it's definitely less now but when we first started going out when I was going out with Louise and Sophia to all these business functions and people would ask us, Oh, what do you do? And you said you were a librarian from a library and it was just, they didn't even know how to take it, which is why our business cards say information specialists because people (laughs) understand information a lot more than they understand libraries and being a librarian and and in fact i'm sure there are many people who are active in the miller center who don't even realize we're librarians yeah not only that they don't even realize we're part of the library they're like oh right so you have a nice they gave you a nice uh nice space here and no this is our space this is the library space (laughs) i've definitely heard of it recently I want to disabuse them all of that notion that we are not part of the library because I think all of us are always fighting for people to understand, even outside of the Miller Center, how important libraries are to our community. So, you know, we we are working with businesses, but the Middle Country Library is also helping new immigrants with their citizenship. We're helping new immigrants learn English. We're helping children develop reading skills and learning skills. We're helping them appreciate nature and our nature explorium. We're helping anybody who needs it with our social worker, Veronica. So I always like to remind people that the Miller team is full of business librarians, that the Miller Center is part of the Middle Country Public Library that we are a library, that we do awesome things. I will never stop being proud of the work that we do in the Miller Center and in the library as a whole. And all of us are working on other things in the library that are amazing. So I, I'll never stop telling people that. Yeah, that's 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 a good... Uh, uh, you put that very well. That's, that's L- true. Libraries are awesome. Want to see some of these databases we discussed in action? Check out Miller Business Center TV on YouTube. 
From recordings of our online programs to database tours to tips and tricks, head on over to millerbusiness.tv now. Today's episode featured Elizabeth Malafi and Alex Blend. I'm Sal DiVincenzo. Centered on Business is a production of the Miller Business Center, an initiative of the Middle Country Library Foundation. For more information, visit us on the web at millerbusinesscenter.org. Looks like this guy needs some help. Need help with business research? I can help. You a HIA member or you could do it yourself. Complete the short app. Become a member. Then you can access our databases from wherever. Come down for free programs or strictly biz. Not sure where to start? Let me show you what it is. Demographics, marketing, listen, industry insight. But we offer way more. Make sure you check the website. MillerBusinessCenter.org where you'll find this information. Trust me, my friend. This is your destination. Elizabeth, Sal, Alex, Marlena, and Jilda here too. Who are we? We're the Miller Center crew. That's how it ends, my business friends. Call and make an appointment. We'll help you through till the end. Sal on the beat. <laughs>